everyone, and welcome to Sort of My Podcast. My name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human, sitting to my left. Hello, everyone. My name is Vinny Herman, Vinny Wise. We're going to get things started off with a shout-out. Uh, Vin, I don't know if you've seen this going around, but uh, this time we're shouting out IWL, the International Wrestling League, for the funniest thing to come out of this wave of don't spoil endgame humor. Uh, the post I saw was captioned with Gene Mooney, took things too far last night against Rocky Mack, and it shows Rocky in an armbar applied by Mooney, during which Mooney reveals that he saw Endgame and begins whispering in Rocky's ear while he screams and struggles to get away. I thought this was pretty funny, worth mentioning, worth shouting out. Have you not seen that? No. Oh, yeah. I not. It's pretty funny. And what makes it even funnier is that it looks like Mooney has uh, has uh, tape over his nipples. He has X's with tape over his nipples. I don't understand what's going on there. But then again, uh, I haven't really watched one of their shows. Maybe it's a character thing. I don't know. But uh, yeah, thought that was worth mentioning. Uh, moving on, though, we're going to talk about trailers. We don't really have any news, so it's really just these two trailers. It is yeah. a slow week in the nerd news world. Uh, not a whole lot worth mentioning, and yeah, you got to probably blame Endgame for that, because why would you launch anything this close, Cobra yeah. Kai? But that first trailer we're going to talk about is the Swamp Thing teaser, actually. Uh, not really much that I can say about it, since the trailer is mostly a cavalcade of horror imagery uh, than it is a, an introduction to the story. I did, however, notice the Blue Devil suit and thought I might use this as an opportunity to educate the Sortomites on who this character is and you while we're at it, anyways, because I'm sure you're not familiar with Blue Devil at all. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, David Cassidy was working as a stunt man and special effects artist in Hollywood. During filming on a movie called The Blue Devil, the demon Nibiros was accidentally unleashed from within an ancient temple and, thinking Cassidy was an actual demon, tried to drain his demonic powers with blasts of magic. Instead, the blast permanently bonded the suit to Cassidy, turning him into The Blue Devil. Uh, it remains to be seen if this is how it'll play out in the show, but this character playing a role in the story should add an interesting element, to say the least. Uh, we also got to see a little more of Swamp Thing. Uh, we got to see him rise out in that uh, first teaser, uh, but we're still not seeing too much. No. Yeah, they're still keeping him a bit of... This is just seeming like a horror. Yeah, it is, it, it is definitely more horror than I expected it to be. Like, yeah. uh uh, I'm not against that, though. It, it looks legit scary, like a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't read the Alan Moore saga of the Swamp Thing, which is the comic this series is presumably based on, but this teaser has me wanting to check it out. Luckily, I own the first volume, so I'm definitely going to have to pass that your way. What are your thoughts on this trailer, though? You being the resident horror kid on the podcast. Um, like I would probably watch it because of how creepy it is. I don't know. It's just, like, really creepy. <laughs> Anything uh, particularly stand out to you? Like, a, a shot there that was like, wow, that looks pretty terrifying. Probably when he comes out of the swamp and, like, takes them underneath the boat. Okay, cool. Yeah, kinda so, makes me think and of, that's like, our hero. That's our yeah. main character. <laughs> and that kind of makes me think of, like, the Friday the 13th game. Like, they're always trying to get away. Some of them are trying to get away with the boat. You're just over here shaking it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure looks great. Um, you're going to have to watch it in my room because I have the Roku, and that, unfortunately, is the only way to get the DC Universe app for us right now. Uh, it is coming to Xbox One, 
uh, which still doesn't mean anything to us, but that gives us hope that eventually it'll come to the PlayStation 4. But on its way as well is Godzilla King of the Monsters, and the uh, what I think is the final trailer just came out. And the first thing to, uh, to note from this trailer is that including Mothra, Rodan, Ghadira, and Godzilla, there are 17 Titans, as they call them in the movie. And I'm assuming King Kong is on the list. Uh, since that's the next movie they have slated with uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. But I gotta wonder who else is on this list. Uh, aren't we gonna see or hear mention of Baragon, Hedorah, Space Godzilla, Monster X, Desostroya, or how, <laughs> however you say that, I always get it wrong. Uh, and that's without mentioning the mecha side of the pond. When Are they gonna build a mecha Godzilla because maybe Godzilla turns on them? What about mecha Ghidira, you know? Like, there, there is so much on the table here for them to build a long series of movies on. Uh, that is if they don't stop pushing this human element of things. The, the one thing I hated from this trailer is that it's blaringly obvious that the people are going to play a big part in this thing, which was the biggest problem of the 2014 film. Yeah. Like, so much boring shit until we get to the monster fight. Yeah, who cared? And and they made us think Brian Cranston was going to be a big part of the movie. Nope, dies like what first half an hour I think uh, of uh, I I think a two hour movie. Uh, I understand the motivation of wanting people to play a part of it, like add the human element, uh, and it can be done. I'm sure it can be done right, but it's not why we're paying for the ticket. We want to see monsters fight. That is that is what is going down. Uh, that being said, it does look like there is going to be plenty of what you want to pay for. And having seen this trailer on the big screen just before we saw Avengers Endgame, which we'll talk a little bit spoiler-free later on, uh, I can tell you these monster fights are going to rock my world when they go down. Uh, also, I don't understand the decision to use somewhere over the rainbow uh but i gotta give it up for this version of it i love it yeah i love it too what are your thoughts on the this movie you, you've seen you've seen the first godzilla yeah have you seen kong skull island no no, no i haven't seen that one yet i man i really got to get to that before this movie yeah uh that that's a big one on my list and i i have no excuse like no nothing's ever put me off of it i just didn't I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I can't wait for that. Godzilla versus King Kong. That's going to mm -hmm. be nuts. Uh, but what are you most excited for in this film? Like, what's the, standing out to you here? The monster fight. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, like, like what are we talking about? Like, uh, like, Rodan? Is that who you're going for? Are you aware of who these monsters are? Not when I say Rodan, can you tell me which one of those monsters is Rodan? No. Oh God. Okay. So I know the one. The, Rodan the one. is is the flying like yeah, pterodactyl say, one. I was about to say that G one. Yeah, Ghadira like, is the three headed dragon one. Yeah. Mothra is obviously the yeah, moth looking one. one. And do you know who Godzilla is? Are you aware of Godzilla? Which no, one Godzilla is? No. no. Wow. Oh man. No, uh, no. I, you can go back to your mom's now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so like now, now that we've defined who's who, like what's what's really getting you with this thing? I don't really know. Gadira seems like a bad motherfucker, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, and and he is in the old school films. I mean, if you compare and contrast, the old school films probably look like hacky and lame compared to this. But uh, but back then, it was like shit. 
King Ghadira ain't nothing to fuck with. So, yeah, uh, I think he's really going to bring it. Much like I'm about to bring it with this phone booth news. Take it away, Travis. It's time for the news, the phone booth news. That's right, everyone. It's time for the phone booth news where I try to give you the news faster than Deadpool can save the day, which gives me three minutes, 45 seconds. We actually have the phone on hand and ready to go. So, Vinny Wise, whenever you're ready. And now... In video game news, a recently alleged leak of the Mortal Kombat 11 character select screen may have revealed Ash of the Evil Dead franchise as a DLC character. In comics news, after weeks of slowly adding new titles, the DC Universe app has extended its digital comics library to include over 21,000 single issues. In movie news, during a fan event in Shanghai, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige revealed that Spider-Man Far From Home is actually the end of the MCU Infinity Saga, a.k.a. Phase 3, rather than Avengers Endgame. According to the India Times, Anthony Russo seemingly confirmed the Russo Brothers led Stanley a loose a Russo Brothers led Stanley documentary, stating, quote, We are fascinated by the life of Stanley, and we are actually developing a little something that has to do with his work in the history of Marvel. End quote. In other news, if you go to Google and search the name Thanos, followed by clicking the Infinity Gauntlet to the right of the search page, something fun will happen, and that is the news. I didn't make it, did I? I I went over time, didn't I? Yeah, you went, it seems about one hour. One hour, eight minutes, yeah. That's about right. (laughs) One minute, eight seconds, guys. I don't know how I pulled it off with all that news. Uh, What what was your favorite thing out of the phone booth news? Probably the last one. (laughs) Out of your, what, five options here? Uh, My favorite thing was the Ash uh, of the Evil Dead franchise. It's not confirmed, but uh, they they do have a history of including horror characters like uh, Jason. Jason... Alien Predator. Oh, I forgot about Alien and Predator. Uh, and and they had uh, Freddy Krueger at one point. Yeah, it was uh, like Mortal Kombat Eight. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but th- this makes a lot of sense, given that they've done this before. And Ash, <laughs> in the wake of his show being canceled, Ash versus Evil Dead. Somewhat on a bit of a resurgence path. Like, you're you're regularly hearing Evil Dead news even though the show got canceled. It's crazy. Uh, So it makes a lot of sense. I'm really excited to play this. It's already out, and I didn't pre-order. We had Endgame coming up. I really wanted to invest my money in that. I didn't want to focus on Mortal Kombat 11. But I can guarantee you I'm going to have that game. And if they're releasing Ash, I can guarantee you I'm getting DLC. Uh, I I may have strayed away before, but with Ash, I'm in. Unfortunately, that brings us to a more somber segment on the show, one we really haven't had to do lately, and that is because every now and then a legend is brought into this world, but before they can become that legend, they have to pass through this mortal coil and become fallen heroes. Kazuhiko Kato, better known by his pen name Monkey Punch, began working as a manga artist in the 1960s and was responsible for the creation of Lupin III, which centered on the titular character Master Thief and his compatriots as they went on adventures around the world, quickly becoming a smash hit in Japan and worldwide. 
Kato won numerous awards over the course of his career, including the San Diego Comic Convention Inkpot Award, the Rome Comic Festival Romix Gold Award, the AMD Achievement Award, and the Tokyo Anime Animation Achievement Award, but spent most of his later career working as a teacher to future generations as a professor of manga animation at Otome University, where he gave a number of lectures about the growth and spread of manga. Kato passed away on April 11th from complications related to pneumonia. He was 81. Moving on, though, I think it's time we got caught up. Guys, this is the segment of the show where we talk about what we're reading, listening to, watching, playing, which Vin the Human has something to say about today. Uh, But before we get to that, I have kind of been... Watching, I've been watching a lot of stuff at work lately because I discovered that you can download certain shows and stuff from Netflix. So I've actually started watching Umbrella Academy, and it is really, really good. It is a really fun but really interesting show. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with that, getting caught up on Santa Clarita Diet, which, uh, like I mentioned last episode, really fun show. Uh, let's see what else. Have, uh, oh, oh, we we finished our MCU marathon with yeah. Endgame, uh, which we'll talk about here after getting caught up. But uh, we've started a new marathon, which is not the one we thought we'd start. What did we lo- watch last night? The Karate Kid. You're the best. But there is one thing I'm actually getting caught up. Well, no, 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 no. Let's talk about this. Let's just glance over this. You like we started the Karate Kid. What did you think of the Karate Kid? I liked it. Yeah, especially um the actual Karate Kid actor. I liked his. Oh, you mean Ralph Macchio? Yeah. Yeah. What was it? A Brooklyn New York accent, like a New York Brooklyn type accent. Yeah. Kind of uh, more of an Italian New York accent, yeah. accent I would say. But yeah, uh, yeah, I like the way he talks too. Yeah. I wish I had that voice. Hey, yo. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I'm really excited to introduce you to the rest of all of this stuff because what we're going to do is we're going to watch all five of the movies, uh, including the Jaden Smith. I'm a fan of it and I enjoy it and I know it's not a part of the... Uh, movie to Cobra Kai universe or whatever, but w- w- I, we have Cobra Kai for such a limited time that we we got to get these in quick, and then we're going to move on to Star Wars. We're going to start on our yeah. Star Wars marathon in prep for episode nine. Uh, so, Vin, what have you been playing, watching? Oh, also, I'm going to start uh, reading Heroes for Crisis. Uh, Heroes in Crisis, because apparently Tom King is getting death threats for whatever happened in issue eight, and I am five issues behind, so I need to get caught up and find out what the fuck he did. (laughs) So, uh, anyways, turn it over to you, Vin. There's something you wanted to talk about specifically. Well, there's one thing I have been watching on Netflix, and that is um, The Twilight Zone. Oh, uh, the original Twilight Zone? Yes. Nice. Good pull. What, what's your favorite one so far? Well, I'm on the first season, and I think my favorite right now is um, the first episode. The first episode. That's where uh, what everyone has disappeared, yeah. correct? Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just this one guy trying to yeah. figure out what happened. But yeah, that's really cool. Cool. Uh, what else have you been doing? Well, I've been playing Avengers Endga- the Avengers Endgame mode on Fortnite. Yeah, how's that going? <clears throat> I, like, I've had a few people who I didn't expect to tell me this tell me it's actually really fun. Yes, it really is 
fun. Like, when I first played it, I was one of the Mad Titan kids. Okay, so you were one of the Black Order. Which one were you? Were you uh, Ebony Maw, uh, no, Proxima no. Midnight? No, like those one guys from the first Avengers movie. Oh, you're talking about the Chitari. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like, they have some good aim. I'm not going to lie. Have you got to play as Thanos yet? No, but okay. I have... When I was a superhero, I have killed Thanos. Okay, yes, cool. And I've got now. When you're a superhero, do you get to play as Captain America, or no. is it like people with uh, Avengers-like attributes? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's them with the um their shields, the hammers. That when I was playing, I got all of the weapons. I got the Captain America shield, Hawkeye's bow. Okay, so you can get multiple weapons you at can a time, get, like four, okay. four of them. Cool. Yeah, I got Iron Man's gauntlets. When they give you aimbot, basically. I, I don't know say. what that is. <laughs> what is aimbot? Well, it's like you can like shoot people and it'll like show where they are, like where they're at. There's gonna be a circle, yeah. and if you're around, if they're like running, you can shoot them while they're running, and you okay. don't have to move it because you're like moving yourself uh, okay it's so it's like auto aim hacking yeah it's know? like auto aim yeah okay uh yeah and is this like a free-to-play mode on it like yeah. like most of the other stuff because yeah, I, I know some, there was what there's a mode on there that you have to pay for in there no no oh okay save some... the world save the world okay save the world you have to pay for yeah okay see i knew there was something on there because i used to play battle royale with you on there a little yeah. bit and stuff. Uh, I'm kind of interested in checking those out. Like, I got bored with the game, and, and we weren't able to play anymore uh, for one reason or another. And uh, I stopped playing, but this is reason enough to get me yeah. back involved. and there's the Black Widow skin, which has the two types where she has the red hair or the blonde hair. And then I have the um, emote where it's like you kicking, like, karate or something. Okay, that could be. How is that specifically Avengers though? Because it's the it's Marvel, it's yeah. Marvel based. Because it will okay. say it's Marvel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or it could just be any karate kick. They could have literally just put karate kick on it, and nobody would have ever guessed that it was Marvel. <laughs> yeah, just broke their logic wide open. Not one too hard to do. Just the sun. Trust me, it wasn't a stretch. Moving on from there, why don't we actually talk about the thing that inspired this new mode of Fortnite? Avengers Endgame itself, and this is going to be 100% no spoilers. We are not going to talk about specific moments in the film. We're not going to talk about what we thought of this character, what we thought of that character. We're just going to talk about our emotions about this film, like why and how we loved it. And I think the best thing I can say is that for my entire life, Star Wars has been the ultimate franchise for me i've been connected to it i've treated it like a religion and now because this movie came out because this this uh infinity saga is coming to an end i feel like something has taken out i feel like it has dethroned star wars for me and the mcu is now my 100% favorite film franchise from beginning to end having seen every movie with you and recently gotten to take this whole journey that I've been on for 10 years again in the span of a few months has really brought everything into the light for me as like yes this is special this is different this is 
uh, unique as as just movies go. And there are people out there saying, oh, it's just a movie. But is it? Is it really? Because what other movie franchise has pulled this off? Star Wars can't get away with its interconnectivity because people don't want to read the books and all that stuff. And even then there's continuity errors. So what other franchise has done this? What other franchise has made this kind of money, made this kind of impact, brought nerd culture into the mainstream? Something that was unthinkable. Being a nerd is cool, is fine, is awesome, in fact, these days. You know, something that if you had told me in high school or grade school, I would have laughed. I'd have said, you're fucking crazy, and you're obviously from some alternate dimension I've heard of in a comic book. <laughs> so, so, yeah, this, is, this, this was very special to me. This was very special to me. What are your thoughts, son? We, we've been on this journey together, uh, technically. Now, you don't remember... Way back when we we saw Captain America: The First Avenger, of course you were real little, but you were into it. I don't know if you've ever seen the picture of you in the Captain America shirt. You've got the little shield and the little yeah. mask; it's fucking adorable. But uh, yeah, like you've been on this journey for ten years as well, as well as recently taking the whole journey again with me. So, what are your thoughts? Like, how how do you feel connected to these films? I was really connected all the way to start to Iron Man, all the way to Endgame, all the way to the Avengers first movies. Mm-hmm. I Basically, I love all of them. And how are you feeling movies. about this movie specifically? I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Now, now that is not to say like, okay, this movie is, is not going to hold your hand. When you walk into this movie, you better have seen Avengers uh, Infinity War. You better have seen... And more importantly than that, because Avengers Infinity War doesn't hold your hand, you better have at least seen a select, like... Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, like Doctor seven, Strange. There are seven or eight movies you need to have seen before walking into Infinity War, because otherwise you are missing out on a lot, a lot of element and world building. So, Avengers Endgame... While uh, while it is not the greatest film in terms of anyone can sit down, watch this, and love it, it is the greatest MCU film if you have been a ride or die. Like, for anyone who has seen everything necessary, this means the world to you. This is going to be the the ultimate, the, the Omega, you know? The OG. Wait, no. no. Iron Man is the OG. <laughs> Iron Man is the OG. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you. It, it, it is my favorite superhero movie of all time. Uh, just in what it made me feel. And I'm I, here we are. We saw it on Thursday. We're recording here on Saturday. And honestly, I'm hoping by Monday when this comes out, I'll still be thinking about it. But it has not left my mind at all. And there are moments when I cried right in front of my son. Full on, no shame, I cried. Twice. Once from joy and once from sadness. And the last time I cried from joy in an MCU movie was back in 2012 when the the moment where uh, all of the Avengers are assembling in that circle and the camera is coming down and panning in a circle around them. And I was just thinking, wow, this is happening. Like, who would have thought this would have ever happened? Like... Back then, the movie Avengers was like 
nothing we'd ever seen and it was working the whole thing was working having that many characters big name characters big name actors in one movie should fall apart crash and burn and destroy the whole franchise but it worked perfectly it breathed new life it was fantastic i'm i'm running away with this thing though what what were some of the emotions you walked away with very sad. Wow. Yeah, when we were walking out, all you could talk about was how depressed you were. <laughs> it's like it made you sad. Yeah, and and that's not to say this whole movie is going to be a ne- bummer. I you're, never cried. There, there. That, but it's also not to say you're not going to get excited at points. You're not going to laugh at points because you will. Those elements are in here too. It's a fun movie and it's it's an exciting movie. It's an action packed movie, but it's also. A heavy movie. It carries a lot of weight with it. Uh, it, it. If you are connected to any of these characters, at some point, they're going to make you feel something. Uh, yeah, so, uh, anything else you want to say about this movie, about your no. experience seeing it? What, when, well, let's talk about the theater experience a little bit. I love going to see a movie on day one with the right crowd. Now we did have, we did have the dipshit behind us who couldn't stop talking at a, like a uh, more than normal volume, even like he had to be heard by the two people next to him. And subsequently the people three fucking rows ahead of us. So that guy was an idiot, but he didn't do it the whole movie. Like it, it, it felt like he got the idea. At some but point. there was one guy that oh was coughing God, the whole this, movie. This guy just off, like just adjacent to your right. Like I hated him. Like, so many times I stopped myself from going, really, bro? Just go out and have a lozenge. Like, for fuck's sake. Unless <laughs> I had tuberculosis or something. Give your balls a tug. Figure it out. But, you know... <laughs> I caught, I laughed right into the mic there. That's sorry, listeners. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, I hated that guy. Uh, but he didn't ruin the film for me. Like it seemed like when the big, most important things were going down, he he was either controlling himself or he just didn't have to. Either way, I'm thankful for that. Uh, but yeah. It, it, it had its elements there. But then we had elements at one point in the film. I yell out, yes, yes, like as loud as they didn't care, couldn't even be bothered to to find the impulse to control myself. It was that exciting, but it didn't matter because as soon as that moment happened, the uh, the the crowd erupted in applause. It was amazing, and we weren't even close to done with the film yet. Uh, and I started the applause during the credits. Yeah, I'm really proud of it. It seemed like. And you were saying this yourself. What what were you thinking when I was first started clapping? I was like, should I clap with him? Because it I felt just... like a moment. Like yeah. it felt like it took a minute for anyone else to get on my side. But I was clapping. I didn't care. I was happy. I was that happy with it. I was gonna clap. If we can clap at the fucking credits for Shazam, we can clap for Avengers Endgame. <laughs> so. You're looking at me like I'm insane right now. What are you thinking now, right now? I'm like, what is going on? I'm excited. I, I'm energetic about this. Like, you you are growing up in a world where all of this is on the table. All of it is normal. Like, it, you, you, you don't know what it's like to be be on the outside. To know that the next time you're probably going to see a good superhero film could be ten years from now. You know, like... 
it, it's around the corner every day, every month for you. It, it's it's in your hand. It's on your TV. I didn't have that when I was your age. I, I Hell, I didn't learn about the internet until I was your age. And even then, it was like kind of the Wild West. <laughs> so to see these things come to life is breeding everything from my childhood. When you when you played with your toys and you would tell these little stories and have these battles and stuff, I used to do the same thing, but I couldn't like do that and then go, oh, now I want to watch... Avengers Civil or uh, Captain America Civil War and just go do that you know no I just had to dream it up in my head and let it all be a fantasy now it is still a fantasy because it is a uh, being realistic it isn't a religion it isn't real life it is a movie I get that I understand that but I'm impassioned by uh, by by it just being something very special to me something I never got as a child and couldn't have even thought to get as a child but here I am an adult and I can I can be in love with it as much now because it's fine like we said it's cool to be a nerd now it's cool to like this shit it is fine for me to be this excited <laughs> so and I'm sorry you don't feel that I I get it but I'm glad you enjoy it and just know what that it is special uh, because of what it means to my generation not necessarily because of what it means to your generation <laughs> Do you understand that? Is any of that yes. tracking? Yes. Okay, cool. I just had cool. to yawn. Is there anything? <laughs> My energy is sapping the energy out of him. <laughs> I am absorbing his youth through the powers of Avengers Endgame. Uh, anyways, is there anything else you want to say about this? No. No? Nothing else? Uh, it was really fun, guys. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But that is to say, if if you haven't seen... Captain America, the uh, the first Avenger, Iron Man, you haven't seen uh, Doctor Strange, you haven't seen Spider-Man Homecoming, if you haven't seen Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron, Avengers Infinity War, if you haven't seen like eight movies, then uh, you need Stay to... Stay away from it. Yeah, you need, to, you need to go back, do your homework, then come out to the theater and get blown the fuck away. Uh, it is great. It is fantastic. It's worth your money. It's worth the $65 I paid in concession. I am not even mad about it because we got the collector's cups. We got the combos. We got the candy. And I'm happy about every fucking cent I paid for it. And that's not even including tickets. And me and Alpha Spectre are talking about going and seeing it in IMAX because it was actually filmed on IMAX cameras, which means it's meant to be seen on this big sprawling fucking screen. So, yeah, that's going to happen. I'm going to spend even more money on concessions. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, like this episode if you liked it. Subscribe if you loved it. You're checking this out somewhere while here. Why not like, comment your thoughts on any of today's stories, share, and hit that bell on YouTube if you want to know when the newest episodes are up. Like our nerd news page, Sword of My Comics, on Facebook, and follow Sword of My Podcast on Instagram. Check out Subject to Change Entertainment on Facebook and Twitter. And all of our personal social media is down in the description below. My name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human. My name is Vinny Wise, also known as Vinny Herman. And cue that impassioned youth-stealing outro music.